So here we are on another episode on NetSport Radio, and today um, we're going to be talking about FETC, or for those not in the know, the Future of Education Technology Conference, which is hosted in Orlando on the 25th to 28th of January, so only a week or so away. Um, I'm Al Kingsley, um, and I'm really, really pleased to join in the conversation. Who better than Maggie Layfield? Maggie, welcome to the show. Thanks. Nice to be on uh, instead of just watching like usual. <laughs> well, it's very nice to have you on the show. And of course, you know, Maggie, you're the vice president of sales for North America at NetSupport. You're the one that's coordinating NetSupport's activities at FETC. And um, it's fair to say we've got a busy week coming up. We do. There's a, a whole lot going on. You can find us at booth 402 um, at the FETC show. If you're there, just walk into the expo hall, make a right in the first section, and you'll find us down there on the right-hand side, just past the class link and Edpuzzle booths. Um, but really, we're going to be showcasing um, several of our solutions. But the, the biggest thing we want to talk about is a Classroom Cloud, which is our cloud-based classroom management solution. I think one of the biggest takeaways from the past several years in education has really been that classroom management has to be about engaging students. It has to be about connecting with them and keeping them connected to the class, whether they're at home or in the classroom with you. Um, students need to feel like they're a part of something. They need to feel engaged in what's happening in the class. Um, so we're really thrilled to, to bring up Classroom Cloud, um, which is kind of the next generation in classroom management solutions. It's designed by teachers, it's designed for teachers, and it's really focused on giving teachers multiple ways and students multiple ways to engage with the class. Um, some of my favorites are um, instant surveys for the teachers to gauge comprehension and understand who's tracking and who's maybe falling behind a little bit. Um, and also for students, they have a one-click option to request help from the teacher and ask a question, which is really key for a lot of our students who are very self-conscious. Um, they prefer speaking through devices and not speaking like we are now. Um, so it's nice to give them something that's in their native language of sorts um, to be able to engage with the class and not feel self-conscious about other students, you know, judging them for having questions. And I think there's a big thing here, Maggie, which is, you know, we're sitting here talking and we can see each other's faces and we can have our conversation. But when we talk about instructional technology and classroom in the cloud, if we go back to the very basics, the, the starter for 10 is the concept that not only can the teacher engage with the students, but more importantly, they can actually see what's happening on their devices. And that context is the really important part that we've kind of scaled in classroom.cloud, isn't it? It is. And it's, it's really key because I think a lot of teachers think it's about just seeing what the kids are doing and stopping them from doing bad things, um, which, you know, your basic solutions will do. But where Classroom Cloud differs is it's about being able to pace along with the students and see who's struggling. And it's a lot easier to tell who's struggling if you can see who's tracking with the lesson, who's on the same page, literally, as you, um, and who maybe is getting off track, not necessarily being distracted, but they're looking for something. They're struggling to find where you're going. They, they don't know where they're supposed to be. If you can catch that quicker, you're not going to lose them, and you have more likelihood of keeping them engaged with the class. Absolutely. I, and I like the term that often refers to, and I think with classroom.cloud, you can tick both boxes, which is it's the sage on the stage and the guide on the side at the same time, depending <laughs> on how you use the product. One thing I wanted to touch on with you, Maggie, you know, classroom orchestration is key in this new world of, well, the definition of the physical classroom being a little bit blurred now and giving schools the option of, of one technology no matter where the teacher or students are. 
But there's always that yin and yang that we talk about, which is the more we give students access to digital tech, we've also got to make sure we keep them safe. And that's another really important strand for classroom.cloud, isn't it? Absolutely. And I, I think that's a big concern, especially for our teachers, um, educators, and even the administrators is making sure students aren't ending up accidentally or on purpose somewhere that they shouldn't be. But also their mental health and well-being is so important. And when they're not physically in the classroom and you can't gauge that, you can't see those physical signs, having other tools that give you those clues to their state of their well-being is so crucial. So Classroom Cloud has an e-safety component that lets you see trends within the school. You can understand if certain topics are rising, um, certain things are becoming more prevalent. So you know if that's an issue that you need to address or something you as a school need to focus on, but also each individual student, you can get a better idea of what's happening with them. What, where are they going? What are they doing? Just to make sure that they're not getting, you know, they're not falling through the cracks. They're not getting left behind, which happens so much to so many students in the beginning of the pandemic. Um, we don't want that to continue happening. We don't want them to be forgotten or to some, have something key missed because we're not physically present with them like we have been in the past. Absolutely. And that, that sense of providing those immediate alerts if a child's accessing content that might place them at harm or at risk, I think now more than ever is a really important safety net that schools can include within as part of classroom.cloud as part of their SEPA obligations as well, which is really important. The other one I wanted to talk to you about is um, I know there's lots of work has been done for integration, whether it's Google Classroom, School Data Sync, uh, Clever, just to make sure that you've got that student information ripe and ready. You know, from a broader perspective, when we think about um, solutions now, what about in terms of device compatibility and suitability for the solution? Oh, my gosh, that is so important because schools have become very diverse in the landscape. Gone are the days of the, the Windows or what, in my case, the, the Mac lab that you had, <laughs> that everyone had the same devices. So it's really important mm -hmm. that we're um, we're matching what the schools are using and it's it's usable on every platform. And we're very excited to say um, we had just recently lost, launched our iOS version for Classroom Cloud. Um, so we now support your iPads and we also support Android, Macs, um, Windows and Chromebooks. So we're covering the full gamut of devices that schools may have, um, which is something that I think is is a bit unique. Um, I know a lot of different products out there focus on certain platforms and not others. And we don't want to exclude anybody because we know that different budgets mean different devices. You have to do what's right for you. So we want you to have the same tools, the same resources as everybody else to be successful. Absolutely. And I always like the narrative around if we want to make sure that we're offering digital equity for our students and perish the thought we have further pandemic challenges, we can't always as a school dictate what device is available in a student's hands. So that flexibility is, is really important. Um, I'm, I'm really pleased you shared Classroom.Cloud. It's, it's a fantastic product and something that customers can access and try for free or better still come and see it at FETC on the Netsport Inc. stand. Mm -hmm. Is that it on the Netsport Inc. stand? Is it just Classroom Cloud in a box at the center? Or have you got anything else that you want to share with everybody listening? You know we have more than that. We always have a handful of options. And we've we've been around for you know more than 30 years now. So um, it'd be surprising if we only had one, one little box for everybody. But we have multiple presents. Um, we still have our, our leading um, and award-winning um, classroom management solution that supports school, which is great for those schools that are in person um, and don't have you know devices leaving the campus or just 
just want to focus on what's happening in the classroom if they're being physical. Um, we also are highlighting that support DNA, which is our IT asset management and e-safety solution for schools. So not only do the teachers need to know what's happening with the devices and, and keep a good track of what's going on with the students, but IT administration as a whole really needs to, and especially now where everyone has shifted to a digital world where lots of schools have created one-to-one -one initiatives out of thin air because of the yeah. pandemic. You have to know where the devices are, how they're being used, are they up to date, are they collecting dust, is something happening that, you know, that shouldn't be happening or vice versa, is something not happening that should? And DNA gives your IT team the insight into all the devices in this school, um, being able to, to more easily track and manage them. So you know you're getting really good return on your investment for all the money that schools have probably put into tech in the last couple of years and beyond. Um, and that's something I think is really special um, that schools wanna take a look at because it's going to give them this massive toolbox of different resources to help cut down their spending, be more effective with their technology, and I, I'm a big fan of redistributing. If something's not being used, repurpose it for something else. And knowing what you have and how you can reuse it can save your district a lot of money um, rather than going out and buying something new whenever something else breaks. Maggie, I couldn't agree more. I mean, a big shout out to IT administrators who've alongside educators have had a huge task to undertake over the last couple of years. But you're absolutely right. The, the first part of that process of getting the most out of your Digital technology is part of a broader strategy is knowing what you've got and that it's being used effectively. I'd also argue that part of the reason for these tools is to build teacher confidence. The more that teachers have confidence the device will work and is all set up, the more likely it is to be adopted in the classroom. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Anything else on the product line? What about, I don't know, maybe if there was a school emergency, anything in the toolbox for that? It's almost I, like my new. <laughs> it's like, you know what we do, Al, for some reason. So you you might be referencing that support notify, which is a neat little tool um, that um, is very quick and easy for schools to use. We all know that emergencies happen. We don't want to think about the worst case scenario of really bad things happening. But on a day-to-day -day basis, servers can go down, um, emergency fire drills can pop up, so many different things can happen. And with everyone being on technology, what a better way to share messages quickly and make sure that they're being heard than through Notify. Um, I know, you know, having taught many years ago, if there was an important message that got out, either it goes with the PA and then kids hear it, um, which isn't always great when they don't understand what's going on, it interrupts the class, or they send you an email and you don't necessarily see it and they assume that you know what's going on. So Notify pops up on the desktop, but it alerts the sender who has and hasn't actually read the notification and seen it, which is so helpful because if it's a critical emergency, you need people out of the building, something's going on, there's something really important happening in the background. It's always good to know who is in the know and who they need to reach out to. And that helps to minimize the amount of um, kind of phone calls and things you have to do to frantically get a hold of people. Yeah. If you know, you know, Bob has no idea. Everyone else is good. Someone go get a hold of Bob. It's a lot easier to manage that than trying to manage everybody. Absolutely. Now, as well as all the uh, the cool products, um, a little bird told me that you were a fan of bingo, Maggie. I've no idea what that means, but tell me more. 
You don't know bingo? Al, I refuse to believe that. Um, but it's a, it's a classic game. Everyone knows a good game of bingo. We are super excited to be doing FETC bingo this year. What we want to do is we want to encourage people who are attending, not just to come by and talk to us, although we'd love you to be here, but to check out other vendors, to check out sessions, to learn more, to see what's happening um, within this great ecosphere of ed tech. Um, so when you stop by the booth, You'll be able to pick up the FETC bingo card. And as you complete some of the activities and get your uh, either horizontal, vertical, or diagonal line, you can bring it back to the booth and drop it off for the chance to be entered in for um, for a cool prize, a nice little gift card to help boost you through to the, the end of the school year and get you what you might need. Um, so really excited to just be partnering with a lot of great organizations that we know are doing a good job supporting schools and supporting ed tech, um, and as well just trying to promote the learning that we really want to see happen at FETC this year. Sounds great. And obviously we're big fans of FETC. It's one of the one of the, the, the mainstays of the education year when it comes to ed tech. So um, sounds like it's going to be an exciting show, Maggie. It is. And I think one of the most exciting things is um, a, a little birdie told me that you are going to be speaking for the first time at FETC, Al. So tell us a little bit about what's going on and, and where we can see you. Well, I mean, it is exciting and it's lovely to be invited to come along and have a chat. Um, some people who know me, and that might be not very many, but those that do know me may know that I'm, my, my love of ed tech has inspired to the point of writing a book and highlighting the last 30 years experience and lots of the top tips we've learned from many of our peers around the world over the last couple of years. Um, so you have an opportunity Sounds very grand, but it really isn't. <laughs> to come and come and catch up with me at a meet the author session for a starter for 10. Um, and that's going to be on Thursday, January the 27th. And you'll get a chance to come and have a chat, talk about all things ed tech. And I'm really looking forward to that because it's always nice to meet like-minded people. Um, and then on the last day, January 28th, uh, which I think is a Friday, 11 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to be presenting about all the tips and top ideas for developing a digital strategy, planning it, the process. And the, I think the thing that's really moved on in the landscape now, that kind of practical advice about how do we go about selecting the right tools, both from a systems and a pedagogy perspective, so that we're, we're really considering all the options. Because at an amazing event like FETC, there are so many choices, but not every choice will be right for your school or district. So helping go through that process is really important. However, as well as I would obviously encourage everybody to come along to those two sessions, there's also the benefit that you can drop by the NetSport Inc. stand at any point and have a chat there. And I'll be happy to talk, as will many of the team there, uh, and share some of those thoughts and ideas as well. So there's lots of opportunities. And alongside that, we are also going to be doing um, some live NetSport radio sessions, something we do heavily in the UK and in the Middle East, and we've done before in the US, but a chance to interview thought leaders, other exciting products and vendors, find out more about projects that have been a success in different schools and districts around the US. So there's all sorts of um, opportunities and podcasts going on there. And Maggie, you might be aware of some of the different activities we'll have available. I am. I'm, I'm excited to say that prior to FETC, we have the absolute privilege um, of hosting a sort of Ask the EdTech Expert um, podcast panel next week with none other than Adam File, um, who many may know. He was just nominated to the ISTE board of directors. He is a top um, ed tech influencer and really one of the 
the best people to talk to um, to learn about EdTech um, implementations. We're also going to have Rosalind Washington. Um, she's from Atlanta Public Schools um, and is really knowledgeable about digital education and integrating that into the classroom to make things more interactive. Um, they're both leading their own sessions at FETC, so they'll be promoting those, talking about what to expect, and just sharing some of their key knowledge with us, um, which is super exciting. I know you already have lined up a few conversations um, with Jethro Jones, uh, the transformative principal, yeah. uh, Monica Burns from Class Tech Tips, um, and then Rochelle Dinpop um, from Thrive and EDU. So we've got quite a bit happening there. And of course, as you mentioned, people can stop by the NetSport booth number 402 to actually be on NetSport Radio and share hey. their suggestions um, about what works well in ed tech, what they love, what they've learned from the last few years. Um, we're big fans of learning from failure around here. So if something went really badly, let us know because we can all learn and grow from that, which we're really excited about. Um, you'll be able to catch one of our friends, Brianna Hodges, um, at FETC, you can actually go back and check out her interview with you, Al, um, on NetSport Radio from a few months ago, talking about the future of um, education and ed tech and what yeah. that's going to look like. Um, and then some of my favorite people in, um, in ed tech that I want to promote, the uh, the E-Twins. They're the Velasquez brothers from Davis School District out in YouTube, uh, Utah. I don't know I'm saying YouTube. Utah. They're probably are, on YouTube as well, Maggie. <laughs> they're everywhere. It's wonderful. But they, they're a fabulous team. Um, they're obviously twins. And they, they really focus on transforming your classroom um, from that teacher perspective, which is so, so great to hear. So those are just some of the, the wonderful things happening in FETC coming up um, from January 25th to 28th. And we cannot wait to be back in person and connecting with our educator friends and administrators and seeing what's what's going to happen for the future of EdTech. It sounds to me, and I hope for all the listeners, that they will see we're going to have a cornucopia of EdTech and education. Everybody getting together, loads of great speakers, chance to share ideas. Really hope you'll come and connect with myself, Maggie, and the rest of the team. Um, at FETC. And for those listening in, obviously, we wouldn't be uh, right to not end this conversation, Maggie, with a few contact details of where people can find out more, connect up with us either on social media or on the website and more. Absolutely. And we know not everyone can come to FETC for one reason or another. It may not be feasible for you. So you can absolutely get in touch with us if you can't be there. We are going to have wonderful content posted on the website. It's netsupport-inc.com. Um, you can find our RISE EDU magazine, which is free to access and has wonderful tips from educators around the world. And it's going to be super helpful for kind of keeping in the know with what's going on at FETC and abroad at all of our other um, shows and events we're going to. Um, you can also catch us on Twitter, of course. You can see that Al and I are both on Twitter, but you can also catch um, the Net Support team at NetSupport-Inc. Um, on Twitter as well to find out what's happening, see the latest from FETC, probably grab some embarrassing photos of myself and the team as we're being ridiculous on the booth and doing silly things, um, of course. And then we're on Facebook and LinkedIn as well. Just search for Net Support and you'll find us there. We'll make sure the details are on the screen um, so they're easy to access. And of course, um, you know, just feel free to uh, check out. We have our products online so you can actually download and trial everything for 30 days. I always love to say no credit card. No one's going to stalk you. We want you to try it. We want you to look at it and see how it can transform your classroom. Um, and you can give us a call or reach out to us if you want to learn more about the products um, or schedule a virtual walkthrough to see them for yourself. 
Fantastic. And I'm heading over to the US by ship, so I'm going to head off right now to the port and get into my rowing boat, and I'll be there in due course. They've got you as a back oarsman, huh? Going to heave uh -huh. <laughs> but, in all, but in all seriousness, thank you for sharing um, insights today, Maggie. Really, really helpful. And um, you know, more importantly, to those listening, really looking forward for a chance to, to connect, talk all things EdTech and education. The last 18 years, we've stared at a lot of screens. We've had loads of amazing conversations and interviews. But you know, you just can't beat the face-to-face, -face, getting together and sharing ideas and supporting each other. So really looking forward to meeting up with everybody. Looking forward to seeing you and the team there, Maggie. And um, yeah, keep keep listening into NetSport Radio. So thank you, folks. Appreciate you having me on. And we'll see you all at Booth 402. Thanks, guys.